Let us be attentive. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us. Rejoice in the Lord, for your righteous. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, Grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it is said, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is he who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And his gifts were that some should be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Peace be with you, the reader. arise. Let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus heard that John had been arrested. He withdrew into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali towards the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region in shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. 
Good morning. Right now, I would like us to try to picture in our minds a very rural place. Let us try to imagine what Galilee looked like in Christ's time. Galilee was a rural place, truly a land of milk and honey. It had lots of farms. It was generally unimportant except for its agriculture. So let's imagine a landscape dotted with farms. Imagine goats, sheep, wheat fields, small vegetable gardens, some olive groves, and small homes, huts really, where farming families lived in Christ's time in Galilee. Imagine their lives during Christ's time, tending their farms each day except the Sabbath, maintaining a living just above subsistence. Now imagine Christ walking down an unpaved country lane in Galilee, coming to preach to the people there. Sometimes we might think that just because we live in a place that may seem spiritually unimportant, we might think that our spiritual lives are somehow limited. We might think that if only we lived in Jerusalem or Constantinople or Thessaloniki or Alexandria in Egypt, that is, or in some other famous place for the church, we ourselves would somehow be more spiritual. We might think that if we lived somewhere else or if circumstances were different for us, we would be closer to God. We justify our lack of spiritual progress and think, if only I lived someplace else, like the Holy Land or Greece, I'd be a better Christian. We think that our circumstances, such as our physical location, limits our relationship with God. In today's Gospel lesson, we learn about Christ beginning his public ministry. Christ begins his public ministry in a rather unimportant place. He begins his ministry in Galilee. That region was called the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, called, uh, named after lost tribes of Israel after the Assyrian conquest hundreds of years before Christ's time. It was not an important place. It was also known for having a lot of non-believers, that is, Gentiles, living there. Religiously, it was insignificant. It did not seem to be a likely place for the most important religious figure, the Messiah, the Savior, the Son of God, to begin his ministry. One biblical scholar noted that the people living in Jerusalem and Judea considered those living in Galilee as country bumpkins. Galileans were unimportant, but there was a prophecy. The prophet Isaiah wrote, quote, O Galilee of the Gentiles, O people walking in darkness, behold a great light, you that dwell in the region and shadow of death, a light shall shine upon you, unquote. God even came for the unimportant people, and he showed his light on the unimportant places, too. Christ went first to the country bumpkins, 
He walked down unimportant country lanes to bring the message of the kingdom of God to the country bumpkins. And they listened to him and talked with him. Not only did he visit the seemingly unimportant people, he even made disciples and apostles out of them. He chose simple, uneducated fishermen to be the 12 disciples. His disciples went on to shine God's light throughout the world. We, too, live in a place that may not seem important within the Christian world. We don't live in Jerusalem or Alexandria or Thessaloniki. Here we are in Minneapolis, and it's like five degrees outside. But God comes to us too. Just as he came down those lanes in Galilee, so he comes to us. He is present in the Holy Communion. He speaks in our hearts to do good. He answers our prayers. He speaks to us in our time of confusion. He presents us with his message of salvation by way of the church and spiritual reading. He does not ignore us, but rather reaches out to us. He comes down our country lane. But not only does God visit us, not only does he come down our country lane to reach out to us, God can make us, who are far away from any famous religious center, his instruments. God can make us his chosen vessels, his hands working in the world, reflecting his light in the world. God can make us by the promise of the Holy Spirit, into fishermen of men, into disciples, into apostles, into saints. God can take us country bumpkins and help us realize our great spiritual potential. Galilee became an important spiritual place when Christ came there. Galilee changed from a place of country bumpkins and non-believers to part of the Holy Land. We must remember, Christ comes to us here today, although we don't live in some famous spiritual center. God can overcome our circumstances in life and bring us closer to him. We must forget our excuses and circumstances. Although we don't live in Constantinople or Jerusalem or Thessaloniki or Alexandria, our own parish is an important spiritual center. God visits, visits us here. He is with us just as he is in famous places like Jerusalem or Constantinople. God visits us just as he visited the seemingly unimportant country bumpkins, the Galileans. We must remember that God visits us in 21st century Minnesota. We must realize that God went first to the seemingly unimportant Galilee. He recruited fishermen, fishermen, the apostles, to become fishers of men and enlighteners of the entire world. We must realize that we, by God's grace, have great spiritual potential. God can transform us no matter where we live. Let us all accept this possibility and be open to it. Christ is in our midst.